Praise God, we once again come to the end of the calendar year, which we celebrate today, the feast of Christ the King, that today we honor Him as our King. We honor Him, Him who chose to love us, just to forgive us. That's why we this day are grateful because of what he has done for us. We could now, these people, we are now his elect, chosen ones, peculiar people, chosen generation before our God. And today we have for our theme, forgiven by the King. Forgiven by the King. We normally celebrate Christ the King and talks about Him and His authority and His dominion, His King power and the authority that He gave us under His name. That is how we celebrate Christ the King. We want to declare Him as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But today in our Gospel, we read gospel taken from the readings that we have and we celebrate Palm Sunday. In the readings that we have during Holy Week. And so we can see here how that the theme speaks to us of his forgiveness says here in our reading, verse 33, And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him, the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. So we speak about Jesus Christ, crucifixion. Jesus Christ dying on the cross. Jesus Christ giving up of his life. Jesus Christ as King dying on the cross. And not talking about dominion, authority, power, but death. Because in his death, it is only through his death and through his resurrection that he gained sons and daughters. So that's why him being king gave his life to his people. No other king could do. Only him. This is willing to die for his people, willing to die for those who are sinners. And so we can see here how that truly God loved his people. God loved his creation. God is love. He is not a loving God because he is a loving, gentle, but because the nature of God. Ready in his love. 
Bible says, God is love. We could be loving as earthly parents. We could be loving one another, but we could never be God. God is love, and His love is unconditional, and His love is unselfish. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The song says, He did not wait for us to draw near to Him. The song says, He did not wait for us to cry out to Him, but He came to save and save that which is lost. And this is what the Lord Jesus Christ did. The cross of Calvary. The King willingly who gave his life that you and I today may partake of his heavenly kingdom. Not the kingdom of this world. Except said earlier that his kingdom is not of this world. His kingdom is of another. His ways are not the ways of the world. His ways are far greater than the ways of the world. So when we begin to acknowledge the love of God, when we begin to acknowledge the work of God, we are going to be partakers of that which He purchased for us through His precious blood. Died on the cross. And here he says, verse 34, Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. This is the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. What a powerful prayer that he offered to the Father while he was on the cross. When Pilate gave him to the Romans, to be scourged, to be beaten, to be mocked, and even ordered to put him to death, crucifying the cross, he embraced the cross willingly. He didn't say anything. Not a word of rejection, but embracing the manifestation of the love of the Father for us. And so his prayer while he was on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Yes, for this time where Jesus Christ was hanging on the cross, prayer would say, Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing, because the Jews thought that when they killed the Lord Jesus Christ, they killed an imposter, not the true Christ. And so the Lord Jesus Christ prayed, forgive them, they do not know what they are doing. They do not understand the works that you are doing. Their eyes were darkened, their hearts were hardened. They could not see the plans of God, purposes of God. And so they crucified Christ. And the prayer of Jesus Christ happened. 
Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. This prayer, I would say, also would still remind us this day. But the question is that, could we say that when we commit sin before God, when we violate the commandments of God, Commandments of God written in the Ten Commandments, or even some up into two, reminds us of the boundaries of how we are going to live our lives in the freedom of God, in the liberty that God has given us. When we commit sin, when we make mistakes, could we say, we do not know what we are doing? We have the Holy Spirit speak to us, convict us, remind us of the Holy Scriptures, of the commandments of God. We have His Word say to, the, to us, that is not right, that is unlawful, do not do that, do not do this. Now, could we still say, we do not know what we are doing? Or we still know what we are doing, and yet we do it. We break God's law. We break God's commandment. We have not loved Him with our whole heart, mind, and soul and strength. We have loved our neighbors as ourselves. We have set up other gods aside from the true God, the one who sits on the throne. And should be sitting in the throne of our heart and have erected another throne in our hearts aside from the true God. The God who has redeemed us, the God who has saved us and delivered us. We break God's commandment. We fail. We fall short of the glory of God. How many in here are perfect? amongst us here could say, I have not sinned this day. We always fail God. We always commit sin. But this prayer that the Lord Jesus Christ prayed, forgive them, Father, is still true with us today. That God is a God who forgives. Not only when that time that the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross, not only in the first century church, but he's the God who forgives yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is the God who loves yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is the God who is merciful yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is a God who is gracious yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And so this prayer is still true with us today. Because when God stops forgiving, there is no reason for us to gather this day. Everything that we do, the presence of one another, 
is meaningless. But because we have a God who always forgives us, who always remember that He is a forgiving Father, a loving Father, He still chooses to forgive us today. And even in the sins that we are going to commit tomorrow, next day, the days to come, God has already made a decision to love us and to forgive us. Others might not believe this. Atheists may not believe this. Those who are of another faith would not believe this, would not accept this. Even the Muslims would not be able to believe this. They are not going to accept this. But whether they like it or not, God loves them and God has already forgiven them. All race, God loves. Whether black, white, whatever our color is, God loves us and God has chosen to forgive us. This prayer of the Lord Jesus Christ added to the cross speaks to us this day of his forgiveness. That the Lord Jesus Christ chose to die on the cross and say, Father, forgive me. Interceding to the Father to forgive us. Not only today, but also for tomorrow. Whether we like it or not, whether we believe it or not, whether the atheist or the Muslim believe it or not, God loves them. God has already forgiven them. Because the Lord Jesus Christ already died on the cross and there the forgiveness of the Father was manifested, revealed, proclaimed, the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so in the kingdom of God, we are being taught and reminded. Yes, God is a God who forgives. And that forgiveness was manifested by our Lord Jesus Christ. We know the church but to manifest that forgiveness, that love. Our second reading teaches us, reminds us, says that Christ is the head, we are the body. What the head thinks, the body responds. What the will of the head is, the body only is. What the will of God is, is people to devout. This is what God intended. That's why we are grateful that even this day we celebrate Christ the King. We celebrate this reminding us that because of the King who died on the cross, we are now being brought into the kingdom of God. We are now His sons and daughters. We are now His people. 
And through our lives, we declare Him as our Lord, as our King. Not our will, not what we want, but God wants. What God wills is that we will. We allow Him as Lord. We allow Him as King. We declare Him as Lord. We declare Him as King. So we can see in our gospel reading the choice of the Father and the choice of the Lord Jesus Christ. Willingly, the Father gave us the Son as a promised redemption. The King who delivers people, not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit. Redeeming us from the bondage of sin, redeeming us from the bondage of darkness, brought us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, kingdom of light. Can infuse His earthly power? Yes, He could. And that cross if Jesus would only deny the will of the Father. I believe the prayer that the Lord Jesus Christ would apple is that, Father, forget them, not forgive them. But Christ willingly embraced the will of the Father. And so he says, Father, forgive them, not forget them. That's what we do sometimes when others say this is a problem sometimes with us when we wronged others we want them to forgive us but we sometimes when we wronged others we also seek forgiveness from them but we sometimes in others, from us, it's hard for us to give forgiveness. With Jesus on the cross, it's easy for him. We may have all the reasons to say it's difficult. Why should I? If this uh, word we are going to omit from the Bible and, or even in the dictionary. I believe our lives would always be failing. Our lives will always be miserable when we begin to omit this word, word forgiveness. It will always be war, quarreling with one another because there is no forgiveness but here the cross Jesus Christ did nothing wrong with the people what is the sin that the Lord Jesus Christ committed why, why is that the Pilate gave him over to death He wronged no one. 
He did nothing wrong to anyone. He only manifests the love of the Father. He only manifests to the people the will of the Father. This is the will of the Father. That you might be delivered. That you might be healed. That you might be restored. That you might receive the fullness of God's kingdom. Is that wrong? If I do you a favor, if I have helped you, is that wrong? There's nothing wrong helping. There's nothing wrong giving favor. Right? In our generation, they, they love that. Do me favor. And you will see also favors. Scratch my back and I'll scratch your back. Today's generation loves that. But when God did something right for us, do good to us, there's nothing wrong with that. When Jesus Christ shows and manifests the kingdom to the people, he did nothing wrong. Because this is what God planned. And so we can see, God is reminding us. This day's reading, gospel. That we now belong to the kingdom of God. And we are lives to be live out according to the ways and the principles of God. We should declare God's love, God's forgiveness, because this is the nature of God. This is what God wants us to do. Remember the story from Victor, Victor's room, Lemus Rouse. There's this one man who was in prison for 19 years. For a crime he committed by stealing a piece of bread. He was in prison for 19 years. And so after he served the sentence of 19 years imprisonment, he was released. And with him, he carried this card of an ex-con. And so wherever he goes, he has this card with him. No innkeeper would allow him to stay in their hotels and their rooms because he's an ex-con. Finally, he finds this old man, an old bishop, and they receive him as a guest. One night, he ransacked everything that uh, his old bishop has. Then left the house, and in the morning, the policeman is knocking at the door of this old bishop, saying, we have this guy caught, and I believe that this belongs to you. And so what did this old bishop say to the policeman? He says, oh, 
By the way, you forgot to bring this candlestick which I gave you. So, this guy was really humiliated. Not because uh, he was humiliated by the act, but because the bishop chose to forgive this guy. He did not give him to the policeman. Because when the old bishop give him to the policeman, he will be in prison for life. And so the bishop used to forgive this old man. Despite what he had done to the bishop. This is God. Despite of the love that he has shown us. Despite of the goodness and the mercy that he had shown us, we still commit sin, still fail God. We still did not honor God wholeheartedly. We fail, still God choose to forgive us. God still choose to love us. And even giving us the instruction. How that we are going to live our lives. In the last verse of the reading, the verse 43, we can see here Jesus assurance to this thief to say to him, Lord, remember me when you come to your kingdom. The words that Jesus says to him. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, certainly, in truth, sometimes these words we fail to give importance to. When the Bible says, Assuredly, certainly, behold, in truth, when you find that in the Bible, God would like for us to give importance to this word. He says, assuredly. He says, in truth, in reality. He says, with all my heart, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Even though others mock the Lord Jesus Christ, even though we say the words that the Lord Jesus Christ says, Father, forgive them, 
but they do not know what they do. James said, the forgiveness of the Father is already done. It's good. It's not going to uh, get it back. It's not going to withhold that. But anyone who confesses, anyone who asks the Father's forgiveness, he will forgive. It's not going to withhold that. The thief on the other side says, You are the Christ, save us and yourself, mocking him. But the guy on the other side says, Lord, remember me who you are in him. And what the Lord Jesus Christ promised, today you will live me in paradise. Assuredly, certainly, in truth, you will be with me in paradise. That moment, Jesus assured his team the forgiveness that he offered earlier. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgiveness is the quality of divine kingship that device that defies every human instinct for revenge and free us to begin again. Forgiveness is the quality of divine kingship that defies every human instinct for revenge and free us to begin again. You can see here that this is what God is doing in our lives. To continually remind us of the freedom that we have received because He has already forgiven us. When God forgave us, I said He has redeemed us, He has set us free from the bondage of sin, from the bondage of darkness. And what Christ has done frees us and continually frees us from that bondage. We should always recognize, acknowledge our sins. Said this before, said it again. But there is no forgiveness to those who would claim themselves as righteous. They say they are righteous. What sins have they committed? What sins they are going to confess? Nothing. But God only reminds us that He is a God of righteousness. He wants us to acknowledge our sins. He wants us to recognize our sins. He wants to bring us this forgiveness and continually receive this forgiveness. That we might make manifest the God who always forgives, the God who always loves, the God who always wanted to show us his kingdom.
truly when we acknowledge him we acknowledge his love and his forgiveness we declare him lord of our lives we declare him king of our lives that only to him we submit only to him we give our lives only to him we bow only to him we fall our knees and not to another the act of bowing our knees asking for forgiveness acknowledges he is king of our lives he is lord over our lives because to him alone we give our lives to him alone we submit to him alone we bring the honor and the glory because he is our king So this day, it reminds us, yes, feast of Christ the King. The feast of Christ who is our King. And it is being revealed because Christ the King died on the cross to bring us forgiveness, to give us forgiveness, that we might also give to the God this love this forgiveness that the Lord Jesus Christ has given upon us. So this day, we should be thankful. We should be grateful that we have a king who is forgiving, not forgetting. Yes, he forgets. When we confess our sins to him, he kept no record of our sins. But not forgetting us when we begin to sin. When we begin to confess our sins, He forgets our sins, forgive us of all our sins. And so also, this reminds us that we are to begin to devout this forgiveness. One act of forgiveness pays forward for our lives one forgiving act of another. One act of forgiveness pays forward. We can move forward. We can move on. We can continue for our lives one forgiving act after another. We continually forgive. We continually release forgiveness. Because this is God. He is love and He forgives. And so we choose to live and forgive. We choose to walk in the ways of the kingdom. As I have said, we are now the kingdom of another, not the kingdoms of this world. This world what the world do when someone wrongs them is always paid up time, but not with God. With God, we forgive, we let go. And so God also will forgive, we let go. God chooses to love us, God chooses to forgive us. 
Let us also make that choice to love and forgive. Let us all stand once again. Yeah.